everyone. This is Tracy with Kawana Joe Tees, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast today. Uh, today I am drinking Barefoot Sweet Red Blend, and it is so delicious. Um, what I did want to come on here to talk to you about was some ways of being able to relieve stress. Um, that is a big thing when it comes to a lot of us today. We're always constantly on the go, constantly having to do things, especially um, when we've got uh, kids, children that are involved, um, and we just need to find that that me time. So these stress relievers are not nece- necessarily just for moms, working moms, stay-at-home moms. Um, they're for dads. They're for singles, uh, single people, just anybody, you know, teenagers. Um, Anyone that is feeling like they are going through some stressful times in their life um, and maybe they don't want to talk about it to anyone, maybe they want to figure out how to reduce the stress that's going on in their their life or just to be able to cope with it. Uh, The first one I have is to start by saying no. So a lot of times you could be the yes man or the yes woman. You're always the go-to when somebody needs something or wants something. They're constantly coming to you because they know that you're going to say yes. It is okay to say no. It's funny because my profession, I'm in occupational therapy, and I schedule visits to go to patients' homes. And they've got to get their therapy in, especially if they've been discharged from the hospital or um, somewhere. And we need to make sure that they have the ability to function around their home. Um, as safe as possible. So we've got to make sure that we get their, they can get their therapy in. Well, when I do call them to set up those visits, I'll either get, sure, come along, you know, or uh, I don't feel like doing it today, but just come on and let's do it. You know, um, those are the majority of the responses I get. Every once in a while, I'll get no, no. And sometimes it can be because they've got a doctor's appointment to go to or because they are extremely in pain but it's important for them to have said no because they want to make sure that they come first in whatever it is that they're doing they may not feel like having therapy they know the consequences of not having having a therapy um, but if every single time they say yes and there's that one time that they say no I tend to recognize that and realize that they are standing up for themselves in some sort of way um, when they are responding in no. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. I don't get mad. I don't um, try to convince them to get their therapy. We've got to get therapy and you've got to do it. Um, I will try to let them see the importance of the therapy for that day. But for the most part, if they say no, not today, that's perfectly fine. Um, it's the same with other people that are uh, working, you're on the job, somebody is always coming to you to get things done, to get projects done, and you're constantly saying yes. Next thing you know, you realize that they are dumping more and more work onto you because they know you're going to say yes, and you start to feel like a doormat. It is okay to say no. It is okay for people to wait on you um, because that's, you, that's, that's called self-care. You've got to take care of yourself. No one else is going to take care of you the way that you can take care of yourself. So you've got to say no sometimes, and that will help to relieve any stress that you're having at that moment. Um, Another one would be getting help, getting enough help. 
So for example, a stay-at-home mom. People think that, oh, stay-at-home moms don't do anything. They just stay at home and tend to the kids. But um, stay-at-home moms do a lot um, and they are expected to do a lot. And it's frustrating. It can be very frustrating when the spouse um, and even stay-at-home dads, you know, the spouse is uh, out working, um, bringing home the bacon, basically. And it's always expected for the stay-at-home parent to do all of the cooking, to have the house spotless, to make sure the dogs are walked, to make sure the cats are fed, making sure that the kids are not screaming and, and misbehaving. Um, and they tend to not get any credit for it when that parent, the, the spouse gets home. Um, but it is okay to ask for help. When someone is on the job, they're not always working by themselves. They're working in a team. It's usually a team effort on different projects, um, different assignments. They're usually working with a team and they are delegating tasks. Uh, they are um, cutting the tasks in half. Everybody is working in unison. Well, when you're a stay-at-home parent, it is okay to ask for a cleaning crew to come in once every two weeks to help clean out. That doesn't mean that you're lazy. You're just getting the help that you need. Um, and it's okay to ask for, for help from friends and family. That's perfectly fine. You've got to do it. Um, you've got to have help every once in a while. And that will allow uh, daycare, childcare, even though you're a stay-at-home parent, um, putting your kids in childcare so that you can have that time to yourself, perfectly fine. Um, and even if you're a working parent, you're a working parent, single working parent, uh, just getting help from friends and family. Um, sometimes there's always uh, places that you can go, resources that you can use uh, with coworkers. You can always ask um, have where coworkers are uh, babysitting for each other or carpooling, um, especially like when it comes to kids' sports. So that's always helpful, but definitely ask for help. Like I say, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Nobody's gonna know you're, you're needing help um, unless you speak up and say something. This next one is my favorite. I'm doing this all the time, listening to music. Music is the biggest thing for me. I love music, I'm a music buff. Um, all kinds of music from classical to country to underground hip-hop to reggae, soca, just all kind of music. I love, love music. And it's my biggest stress reliever. I, I love just sitting or laying and listening to, if I'm feeling nostalgic, just listening to old school R&B, um, singing as loud as I can, singing while I'm cleaning, things like that, listening to music while I'm, while I'm doing work. Music is a big thing that can definitely release some stress for you. And I would try it. Um, I actually saw a patient today and asked her if she listen to music. And she said, no, but what she does like to do is color. Um, and I said, well, I
um, but I'm not where I'm, I want to be um, as far as, or where I feel like I could be, I am, but I do have a lot that I paid for in the past. I'm very grateful for the things that I have now, and I did pay for a lot of the, the things that I have now that I did in the past. Um, so prayer does work, I'm an advocate of that. But it also does something to your soul, you know, um, building that communication with yourself, building that communication with the spiritual realm, um, it just gives you a more clear mind, the mind um, when you're praying. And it allows you to be able to open up that, that communication and just make it feel, um, just to, to unclog or, um, un, yeah, unclog your brain or just um, if your brain is feeling cloudy, prayer and meditation seems to clear that out for you. Um, so I would definitely do, try doing that if you haven't. Another one is starting a journal. So I always tell people journaling. I love writing poems. So poetry is my thing. And I just recently uh, found out that my daughter is extremely good with poetry. She's, she is very, she, she writes very well when it comes to poetry, but um, poetry or just journaling, journaling your thoughts, writing it out. Sometimes our mind can be so, we can be so stressed out that our minds are thinking of so many things at one time, things we've got to do, things we've got to take care of. And if you just journal out your thoughts and your emotions, the time of the day that this is happening, um, you'll have a clearer vision on paper as to what you may need to eliminate, um, as to why you're feeling a certain way around a certain time. Um, so I would definitely try to start journaling. That's a, that's a great way to release some stress. Uh, another one is taking a day off. So it's okay to take a day off. Um, it's okay to have that mental health day. (laughs) So you, everybody, there's some people that say they'll never take a day off. They will work and work and work. They'll sleep when they're dead. It is okay to take one day off and you don't even have to tell anyone that's, that's between you and you. Um, if you go to work every single day or, you know, and, and there's just this one day where you've got to call in sick or you need to call in sick. You just need, you've got a bunch of sick hours and you want to call in sick. And that's not something that you need to tell anybody. You don't have to explain it to anyone. No one needs an explanation for why you decided to take a day off. That's, that's for you. And it's okay to do that. Everybody does it. It's normal. Just go ahead and take a day off, relax, rejuvenate, recharge. And then when the next day comes, just get right back into it. Uh, another one would be doing something fun. So I would say on the day off that you take, do something fun as well. Whatever that fun may be for you. you be shopping or just relaxing, walking in the park, whatever you'd like to do. Um, just do something fun, doing something fun. And even if it's with your kids, um, it can be by yourself just to get back aligned with yourself or doing something fun with your kids, doing something fun with your spouse, doing something fun with your friends. But we all need that time. Pamper yourself. That's another one. Uh, ladies, getting your nails done, getting your feet done. Um, I am, I tend to get my toes done a lot. And it's not so much 
that, oh, I've got to get my feet done. It's so that I can sit there. Really, honestly, I do it because I like sitting in the massage chairs. Um, I don't have a massage chair at home. I don't have anyone that massages me, uh, my back or anything like that when I want it to, when I want it. Um, so I love going to the nail salon, getting my feet done. Um, it makes me feel good to have my feet done, to have color on my toenails, but I love the massage. I love massa the massage that I'm getting with my feet um, and in the chair, but that's, I'm still pampering myself. I'm still relaxing and it's okay to have that as well. Uh, exercise is a big one. So um, lifting weights or cardio or HIIT training, whatever it is, um, Zumba, cycling, just running, whatever it is that you want to do, boxing, anything, anything that will uh, cause you, that will break a sweat I, is a big thing. So exercise, exercise, well, definitely, it's a definite stress reducer um, or, you know, it alleviates the stress that you're having. It um, releases endorphins in the brain, which is like the feel-good hormones or the feel-good, um, yeah, hormones. But it uh, allows you to feel a lot better. One thing I notice about myself, though, is after I exercise... So I could be having a bad day and then I'll think, you know what, let me go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm just going to sweat this out. Go to the gym. And I, before I go to the gym, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not talking to anyone. I feel like I just want to scream or I want to vent to somebody, but I don't have anybody to vent to. You know, I decide I'm going to go to the gym and work out. I go to the gym and work out. And afterward, I'm talking up a storm. I'm talking to everybody, I'm talking to everybody about stuff that's going on. And they're like, what are you, you know, high or something? You know, but... I just feel good. I'm, I feel better. I feel so much better. Stress has been relieved. I feel like the world has been lifted off of my shoulders. And that's what exercise does for you. So just go ahead and take a moment. Doesn't even have to be a whole hour. I remember one day I decided to go to the gym and it literally took me about an hour and a half just to decide to go to the gym for 30 minutes. Don't do that. Don't do what I did just go just just get your stuff and just go and so i have um uh, and and even if it's at different times of the day it doesn't have to be consistent um it doesn't have to be the same time every time unless you are you have a strict regimen um or a strict you're on a strict schedule it's perfectly fine but for those that don't usually exercise all the time don't usually have the time or they feel like they don't have the time just go go when you can go when you feel like it go when you have the time and just start with 30 minutes go in there just start in the gym start walking on you know a pathway near your home start uh going anywhere that a facility that has workout equipment whatever it is just go and, and say to yourself that you're just going to do 30 minutes and then every time you go you can always increase that time but just just go you'll feel so much better afterward along with that would be eating healthy the other day I did I'm guilty of eating junk junk food cookies and stuff and um, a lot of people will stress eat and I was thinking to myself, I'm not feeling, I don't, I don't really feel good. And I realized, I thought back to what I was eating and I was thinking, okay, it's definitely the foods that I'm eating. I need to start eating 
go back to eating healthier foods uh, because there's so much stuff that's convenient, fast food restaurants and getting oh and now you can have groceries delivered to your home it's so much more convenient to just get on your app and just pick and pick and pick what you want have it delivered to you and it's it's right there um but we've got to get back in the habit of trying to eat healthy we've got to get back in the habit of making sure we have the fruits and vegetables because that all plays a part in our behavior that all plays a part in our stress levels we don't want to feed the fuel um, or feed the fire that is destroying um, the fuel. I guess you could say I'm trying to think of a metaphor, but we don't want to, uh, I guess, sabotage ourselves when it comes to reducing stress or relieving stress. And whenever you're eating the healthy foods, that always adds to reducing the stress. That always allows you to, or it increases um, your ability to reduce stress. You'll feel a lot better. Um, you'll feel a lot lighter. So definitely eating healthy, cleaning your home, cleaning up, uh, your bedroom. Um, I've always said that I don't care how the rest of the house looks. The kitchen has to be clean. That's where we eat at the kitchen and the bathroom. But, um, you know, at least the kitchen. Now the rest of the place I'm not saying have it like a, a pigsty or anything like that, but you can you can work around you can work with those, um, and it's okay. And so what I'm I'm talking about is parents who have kids, you know, two three kids, and they feel like they can't seem to keep up on housework, they can't seem to keep up on laundry things like that. It's it's perfectly okay. You get to where you can. You get to where you can. Um, because when you're single, you can have the spick and span home, spick and span home. Um, you clean it up one time a week and you don't have to worry about touching it again because you're either working all the time or you're at school or you're away at friends' homes, you know, things like that. Um, but when you are a, either a working mom, working dad, stay at home mom, stay at home dad, um, you know, you're just extremely busy. You don't have the time, um, cleaning can help release, release uh, stress. But don't try to tackle everything at one time because that can get frustrating. That's what will frustrate you. Um, just take one room at a time. You know, the kitchen, start with the kitchen, then go to the bathrooms, listen to music as you're doing it. You know, maybe schedule for, okay, tomorrow I'll go ahead and get the garage and today I'll do this, you know, or something like that. Um, so you always have that op option in doing that. This is another one of my favorites, lighting a candle. I love candles, candles, candles. I love them. Right now I am uh, loving, it's called Warm Lux Cashmere by Yankee Candle. Oh my goodness, I love it. But I love all kind of candles. When it's Christmas time, I love the apple cinnamon, um, just all kind of can candles, Angel, Angel Whisper, um, just can I love candles to the point where I actually want to start making candles, but just setting that, just having the scent. A lot of those is, is created as aromatherapy. So lighting the candle and just inhaling and smelling the scent can tend to release those same endorphins that you get when you're exercising. 
making you making it making you feel good and you'll want to do that um that that's what we want um having the scent around the house you know you're cleaning up and then you light a candle and i mean just that that scent throw from the candle it'll just it'll put you on a high that you know you'll you will not want to come down from so i would i definitely highly recommend the candle so those are so far the things that i do myself lighting the candle listening to music a lot of times i listen to music while i'm cleaning and singing and dancing and all that and then i'll light the candle afterward another one would be laughing so i love comedies like comedians and anything funny um i can be very goofy myself so i'm that's that's probably why i like it but my sisters i have two sisters and the three of us together oh my gosh like it's just a non-stop comedy show but anything that can make you laugh you definitely want to participate in you definitely want to to um to be a part of that because that definitely makes you feel good it relieves stress just to have a good laugh so I would recommend that definitely. Unplugging, unplugging from social media, unplugging from your the internet, from your phone, unplugging, just unplugging from your laptop, everything. And just for a few hours, make people wonder, where are you? I haven't heard from her. I haven't heard from him. What? Where is he? You know, even if they call, just do not disturb enjoy that time then when you turn the do not disturb off then you can answer calls you can return emails you know you can get back online on social media a lot of times online on facebook and um, instagram i'll see posts and people will say going offline until a certain date or going offline for the next two weeks and that's it. And you will not see or hear from them for that time. And then my first thought is, oh, okay. Like if I think to myself, I haven't heard or seen a post from such and such. And then I remember, oh, that's right. They're offline. Leave them alone, <laughs> you know? So people will leave you alone when you, if you do make a statement like that. But sometimes you have to have that for yourself. That's, an, that's just a form of self-care. So you've got to have that. And in fact, I'm probably, I'm, you know, probably going to do that every once in a while. It won't be like a week or anything. It may be a couple of hours, um, an hour or two, because I've got kids. I can't, I can't not be available for them. But um, maybe on a Saturday when everyone's home, I can unplug from the world and then come back. You know, whatever. Um, this last one I want to talk about is going for a walk somewhere. So there was actually a study that was done where 12 healthy adults uh, walked through three different environments. They were hooked up to a device that tracked their emotions. So the device, let me see if I can read this. Uh, electroencephalogram device. And it tracks emotions. Sorry if I didn't read that right. I, I'm trying to read my writing here on what that word was. <laughs> but it basically is um, the patches that they put on your head and it has the wiring and everything. It just tracks the tracks your emotions and everything. Um, but they did a 25, the, those 12 healthy um, individuals did a 25 minute walk. Um, and it was through one environment was a city shopping street 
The second one was green space. And the third one was a busy business area. So what it tracked was their emotions that included frustration, meditation, short-term and long-term excitement and engagement. And feelings of meditation and less frustration and long-term excitement and engagement were in those individuals that were walking through the green space. Um, New York Times stated that this was probably due to what they call effortless walking, when you're just walking and there's no intention, no purpose or anything, you're just walking through green space and so you it's considered effortless. And then the University of Washington reports that spending time in nature helps to conquer mental fatigue and even boost cognitive functioning. So wherever there is a park, wherever there is a pathway, a bikeway, um, just anywhere where there's a lot of greenery, go ahead and just walk through it. Take 30 minutes, that could be your 30 minute right there if you want it to be, but take 30 minutes to an hour and just walk through. Unplug and just walk. No, um, no intention, no purpose. You know, you're not looking for anything. You're just looking at everything and you're appreciating everything. Everything that has been made here on earth for you to appreciate. Um, And your mind will clear up. You'll have, you'll feel a lot fresher and ready to take on the next task or project that you've got coming your way. So that was all I wanted to go over today. Um, one thing I didn't say was drink wine, but I would never say that's something else that I do. I love wine. And if it's something that's a stress reliever for you, that's perfectly fine. But I probably wouldn't say anything as far as alcohol or anything to, to relieve stress, but I just like to drink wine. That's just me. Anyways, again, my name is Tracy with Kiwana Joe Tees, and I appreciate you listening. If you listen to this whole, uh, podcast and You all have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Bye-bye.